Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. You drink deeply of Jesus. Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again. Let all who are thirsty come to Him. Will you drink deeply of Jesus? Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again. Let all who are thirsty come to Him. Come and draw from the well of salvation. Be made clean, let Him wash you in truth. He is the fountain of living water. Come and be made new. Will you drink deeply of Jesus? Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again. Let all who are thirsty come to Him. He can refresh you in the desert where your sin left you lost on the brink. He is the fountain of living water. Come to Him, dear sinner, and drink. is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? (laughs) 
he who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear to what is false. He will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Do you seek the face of God? I have a question for you. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Is he your shepherd? And are you in want? What if the Lord is not your shepherd? But you seek him. And you've not found him. Tough question. I heard about a a retired pastor. He receives $500 a month. After he pays his rent, his income is down to $30 a month for food. How does he live on $30 a month? Not very easily. I want to talk with you today about the many things that are said in the scriptures in the way of promises like Psalm 23. But what if what if you say the Lord is my shepherd? But he's not. How do you deal with that? I broke my leg falling down the stairs carrying a heavy load and my leg broke. Is he my shepherd? Seven months in, walking with a walker, great deal of pain. Is he my shepherd? Don't words mean something? Yes, words mean something. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. But what if I'm in want? 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Well, let's let's look at this. It is a faith statement on my part to say, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. That is, he brings me back into alignment with himself so that my thoughts are in alignment with his thoughts. And then it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Do you understand? I'm talking about a decision. I'm talking about making a decision that the Lord is my shepherd. Now, that does not mean that I will not want things, that I will not be in a difficult place, because after he makes these wonderful statements, he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So I'm not going to always be in a place where I'm getting all that I want. And the pastures are not going to always be green. They're going to be brown sometimes. But in my spirit, in my heart... It's always a green pasture. Do you understand? There's a difference between what I experience physically and what I experience spiritually in Jesus. He leads me beside quiet waters. Can I just share some farm stuff with you? When a shepherd adopts a a sheep. He will bring that sheep to green pastures. Now, when he lies down in a green pasture, he's well content. Sheep will even pull the grass up by the roots and destroy a pasture unless he has plenty to eat. He leads me beside quiet waters, that is, waters that I will not be afraid of. Sheep will not drink from running water. Why? Well, a sheep that has not been shorn may have a hundred pounds of wool on him. 
and if he's in the running water and he stumbles and falls, he can't get up. It's too heavy. His wool is too heavy. And he can drown. What I, what I want you to see, you can absolutely trust God to care for you. And if today you say to me, well, the Lord's not taking very good care of me, you understand this incredible passage of Psalm 23 is not talking about no difficulties, no hard times, no broken legs. He's not talking about that. He's talking about where your soul is grounded. My soul is grounded in Jesus Christ. And I have absolute confidence that he will, at some point, restore my leg. It's according to his promises. That doesn't mean there's not going to be times of intense testing. And in those times of intense testing, when the pain level is very high, Do I turn against the Lord, or do I continue to stand by faith and believe that he will do for me what he has promised he will do? I will be led beside quiet waters where there will be no fear in my soul. Even though the water around me may be raging... But in my spirit, I'm walking beside quiet waters. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. It's those very difficult times that try a man's soul. And when it looks like there is no way possible through that hardship, he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That is a powerful faith position that we must take in the most trying of times believing that he is with me when I see no evidence of his being with me. Now, it it says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Well, I'm not very comforted when the rod is being applied to my back. But I'm exceedingly comforted when his staff is pulling me out of the hard position that I have placed myself in. I side with the Holy Spirit against my own will. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. 
They rescue me. I can tell you, there have been times when I have not made the right decisions. And if God had not applied the rod to my back, I probably would have continued in the way of darkness. But when the rod was applied, costing me perhaps a great deal of comfort, when the rod has been applied and it has caused me much pain, like with the breaking of my leg, I am comforted because I know what he is doing in my situation will bring, as it says in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, a great harvest of righteousness and holiness. So I don't become bitter and angry when everything seems to be piled up on top of me. And I see no way of escape when I don't know how to change my situation. But I have absolute faith and trust that Jesus will change my situation. So a man, a retired pastor, having, after he pays his basic expense of a roof over his head, $30 a month for his food. Going to the food banks He said, there have been times when I've been hungry. That's why I invite you in your giving to some of you, remember the poor. And you are and you have and I'm very grateful that I've been able to help the poor. I'm not poor. I'm rich. I'm rich because I have the provision of God in the work of the ministry. Not a salary, but a blessing from people who choose to give. There are times, however, when he has used out of his mercy, his rod on my back and his staff to pull me out of a hole. It depends on what your statement is. I said at the beginning, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, if the Lord is my shepherd, I'm not my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. 
If the Lord is my shepherd, there may be times when I pass through the valley of the shadow of death because he takes me through the valley of the shadow of death. And I fear no evil, for you are with me. Is God with you? Or are you in a desperately hard situation and you have disowned the Lord and you've cast him aside? I will not cast aside my Lord Jesus as I make my way through the valley of the shadow of death. And I will fear no evil, even though it looks like everything is over for me. I said to my wife this morning, I feel so, so blessed by the Lord Jesus. I feel so privileged to be able to come and speak with you about putting your trust in your shepherd and not going after false shepherds. Having trust in your heart that God is caring for you and will continue to care for you, even though it seems like you're in the valley of the shadow of death and you're not going to make it through and you're going to die there. (laughs) You're not going to die there. You are under the, the wing of God. And he's going to carry you through. Now in the last part of Psalm 23, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. In other words, the Lord is going to have you sit down to eat at his table. Not like King Saul, who put his feet under the table of the witch of Endor. No, we put our feet under the table of our Lord. And surrounding us are all of our enemies. Who are my enemies? The devil. Men and women who hate me without reason. People who love the darkness. People who seek the things of wickedness. No, it says, you anoint my head with oil. Do you know why they anoint their sheep's head with oil? To keep off the biting flies. For their comfort. The Lord Jesus has done so much for me to make me comfortable Oh, right now I've got a broken leg and I'm very uncomfortable and there's a lot of pain involved. I know it's not going to last. I'm standing by faith. I'm I'm pleading the promises of God. 
he has given the absolute assurance that he will heal me. But he hasn't told me when. It's okay. Do you catch it? The Lord is my shepherd. I'm going to trust him. Some of you today are in miserable circumstances. And you have not gone to your shepherd. You have denied him. You've turned aside from him. Your heart is filled with anger and bitterness. With pride. Go back to Jesus. Some of you have never been with Jesus. You've always been estranged from your shepherd. That's a foolish thing to be or to do. I don't want to be estranged from Jesus. He's my only shepherd. My only other option is to be a scavenger. Did you know the devil is a scavenger? And he wants his people to be scavengers, eating out of the garbage cans, eating out of the dumpsters, scavenging for what I think I want and and what I think will will please me. How ugly is that? You prepare a table before me. Presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. It'll be time for Thanksgiving soon. I urge you to consider how the Lord Jesus Christ has made your cup overflow. With the kindness that he's given you and made a way for you? It says, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Do you see, I'm not going to ever be homeless. I may not always have a beautiful townhouse to live in, but I will never be homeless. Why? Because I dwell in the house of the Lord. That doesn't mean I'll have a place to live in this world. Jesus didn't have a place to lay his head much of his ministry. Instead, he went up on the Mount of Olives. And he slept on the Mount of Olives. And then would come down and teach in the temple. Surely goodness and love follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Why do goodness and love follow all the days of a person's life? Because that person is dwelling in the house of the Lord. 
It doesn't matter what our physical surroundings are. We dwell in the house of the Lord in the heavens above, and we wait for him to come. And he comes. I have resolved in my heart to not defile myself with what I eat, where I go, what I do, what I say. I want Jesus. And I have a secure place in the house of the Lord forever. Now, during that forever, I may have had to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I may have been quite miserable. But I know it's a short walk through the valley of the shadow of death. My time on earth is short. My time in heaven is for eternity. He will lead me beside quiet waters. He will restore my soul. But he will always guide me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You see, just because you're miserable doesn't mean you don't stay on the path of righteousness. Just because your pasture is not green does not mean you leave the path of righteousness. You stay on the path of righteousness. And Jesus will lead you through the valley of the shadow of death. Are you are you catching on? Jesus loves you. Why would you spit in his face and accuse him of not taking care of you? Can't do that. He's welcome to use his rod on my back as he needs to. He's welcome because I know that after that he's going to use the staff, and pull me out of that miserable place and put my feet on level ground again. Everything in the earth is the Lord's. The world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in the holy place? He who has a clean, clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. He will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. 
such as the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God, Jacob. It is this God that has my attention. It is this God who so graciously provides for me and will provide for you. My provision is not a a check from somebody. My provision is from the hand of Jesus. Some of you who are listening today are in a desperate, desperate situation. You may not have food. You may even be homeless. But you have a cell phone and you're listening. Some of you may be sick. Some of you may have given up all hope. I plead with you today. Declare with absolute faith and confidence, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Now I've brought together Psalm 23 and Psalm 24. Listen. This is what I want you to do. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. He's the King of glory when you have nothing. He's the King of glory when you have everything. This King of glory is Jesus Christ, the Almighty God of heaven and earth. Put your confidence in the King of glory. Turn aside from all despair and all wickedness. Turn aside from hopelessness. Lift up your heads, O you gates. There's a place the Lord has promised me will be a center for revival. It has iron gates. I sat outside of those iron gates with my wife and we prayed. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors. The king of glory may come in. The Lord wants those gates opened, and he will open them. The king of glory wants to have entrance. Would you hear me for 
Just a moment, don't turn aside. The King of Glory wants to open the iron gates that block your way, that seem like you are hopelessly and forever lost, without adequate food or shelter, without clothing. Who is this King of Glory? King of glory is Jesus Christ. Verse 1 of chapter 25. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust. O my God, do not let me be put to shame. Nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one whose hope is in you, will ever be put to shame. Verse 4, show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Remember, O Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from old. Remember not the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, for you are good, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his ways. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful for those who keep the demands of the covenant. For the sake of your name, O Lord, forgive my iniquity, though it is great. Who then is the man that fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way chosen for him. He will spend his days in prosperity, and his descendants will inherit the land. The Lord confides in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. My eyes are ever on the Lord, for only he will release my feet from the snare. My feet are in the snare today. My feet are unsteady. My gait is broken. My leg is painful. See, I need to come and say this to you when I'm miserable because soon I won't be miserable and you'll say, oh yeah, look what God's done for you. Oh, God's going to do something wonderful for me. He's going to bring revival. And he's going to share and give me a portion of that revival when he sends forth his love and his power. Don't be discouraged. Choose to trust the Lord as your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want 
even when I'm in want. I say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. My faith is in Jesus Christ. My eyes are upon Jesus. There is no reason for any discouragement today. There's no reason for any depression today. Trust in the name of the Lord. Follow his commands. Let him lead you beside quiet waters. Let him restore your soul. Let him lead you and guide you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yes, part of the path is going to be through the valley of the shadow of death. I've said to my wife, sweetheart, I don't know that I can make it through this. It feels like the shadow of death. And you know what? I know I can't make it through this, but Jesus Christ is carrying me. I'm going to make it through just fine. I wish I could tell you what a miracle it is that we're on this radio broadcast and how awesome it is that God would carry us. How awesome it is that we're on YouTube. That God sent my brother Ed Pugh to do the hard work of keeping us on this YouTube channel and all the other places we're on the air. all a gift of God. I couldn't do it. I don't have the expertise or the ability. But my precious brother, Jesus is carrying him. And if you ask him, do you agree with Pastor Ray? He would say, yes, absolutely. It is the Lord Jesus who carries us. You see why I'm coming into this Thanksgiving season with shouts of joy? You know, usually I come on the air and I'm I'm full of thunder and lightning and not now. This is a season to be grateful. And I am so grateful for what Jesus is doing in your heart. And in mine, there's no reason to doubt him. He is our shepherd. And his love is so awesome. I'm not all thunder and lightning, vengeance of God, even though I do preach about the vengeance of God. What's much greater than the vengeance of God is the compassion of our Lord and Savior Jesus. His heart is full of love for you. He wants you to make a decision and get on his side and let him be your shepherd. Many of you need to be coming to the National Prayer Chapel, but you've been trusting in the powers of darkness. You've been entertained by the foolishness of the modern American church. 
trust in Jesus. Agree with the Holy Spirit. Believe that he is your shepherd and he will be your shepherd. He's my shepherd. He's the shepherd of this radio broadcast. He's the shepherd of our YouTube broadcast. He pays for it. He anoints it with oil. Our cup overflows. Praise Jesus. Some of you today are in great need of of prayer. I'd like to pray for you. Lord, I want to thank you today for each person who has listened or will be listening. I want to thank you, Jesus, for those who have felt deep conviction that they should be supporting this gospel outreach that is so unlike anything else on the radio. Lord, some have disappeared and pulled back, and perhaps they're having a difficult time financially. Lord, I ask that you would hear the cry of their heart, that there would be no bitterness in their heart, but there would simply be a trust in you as their shepherd, and that they would not be filled with fear because they're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Lord, I pray for those who are sick today. I pray for those who are broken, who don't think they'll survive. I pray, Lord, for those who who know your great kindness and your great mercy. And I praise you, Jesus, that they are fully trusting in you today, knowing knowing without a question that you will provide for them, that you love them, that they need to listen to your voice. They need to allow you to be their shepherd and that they will lie down in green pastures. and You will be quenching your thirst in quiet waters. There are those today who need their soul restored, Jesus. They are filled with doubt. They're filled with hurt and anger and bitterness. Would you come and carry them through the valley of the shadow of death? Will you help them to know that they need to have no fear of the evil one, for you are with them? Lord, it's of interest to me that after we have walked through the valley of the shadow of death, it says, you will prepare a table before us. In the presence of our enemies from the valley of the shadow of death, Lord, thank you. You will anoint our heads with oil. Our cups will overflow. And goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. 
and we will dwell in your house forever. Lord, come and pick us up and carry us. Merciful and mighty Jesus, I agree with my brothers and sisters who are hurting, who are sick, who are broken, that they can trust you, Jesus, that you are their shepherd, regardless of what their circumstances look like. Lord, come. We need you so desperately. And I thank you for the way you have carried us and provided for us. Thank you, Jesus. Pray in your holy name. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Ray at Pilgrim's Progress National Prayer Chapel. Does your heart quicken and respond? And do you say, okay, Pastor, I get it. Even when it doesn't look like I'm going to survive, I am going to survive. By the blood of Jesus, he will carry me through this difficult time. He will carry you through. But you're going to have to stop feeling sorry for yourself. You're going to have to begin to praise his name and glorify his name in the midst of the middle, the valley of shadow of death. I can tell you, he's doing that for me. And I praise him. I worship him. He is everything to me. So this year... Already set your heart and your mind to go wherever you're going to go to eat, even if it's by yourself. Set your heart. Praise Jesus. And if you're by yourself, set two places at the table. One for you and one for Jesus. You're never alone with Jesus. His presence is there with you and for you. So don't be discouraged. It doesn't matter what your house looks like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anything looks like except our Lord Jesus, who is our shepherd. Him, everything is beautiful. I come to this Thanksgiving with a particularly grateful heart for friends like you, for family members. I have two beautiful daughters, sons-in-laws, grandkids. Are God has so blessed me. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for remembering me in your prayers. I wish we could have a great big Thanksgiving dinner together. But that's coming, you know, when Jesus gathers us around that 
great banquet hall in heaven where we lift up our hands and our hearts in gratitude to Jesus. Well, I'm being told we have two minutes. I just want to tell you how very grateful I am for you. You don't get notes of thanks from me because I'm not able to do that. Right now, it's all I can do to do the broadcast. But I am so grateful for you, and I love you. I love all of God's people, even maybe especially the ones who disagree with me. Know that you're loved and that Jesus will be our shepherd. Regardless of what the circumstances look like, Jesus is our shepherd. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon. joy with great joy